Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. We are on the eve of winter, actually coming to central Mississippi. Of course, it would come the day after the fair leaves. Hoodie weather arrives a day late. But uh, excited nonetheless about hoodie weather coming to Mississippi as we broadcast live this morning in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. Uh, the Guns and Gear text line is wide open, 769-241-1944. The Mack Hike of Flowood phone line will be open after the first segment, 601 879 And as soon as my new camera gets in this week, the entire show will be streamable on all of our Save Jackson platforms. That's YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, and Twitter. With The entire show will be live streamed. You'll be able to hear the phone calls and the whole nine yards, just like listening on the radio, except you'll have the, uh, you'll have video. <laughs> so we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Should be a huge opportunity for this show to grow some more. Let's see here, man. Over the weekend, I decided to go to the grocery store yesterday. <laughs> Had a wild hair. I decided I wanted to go. I wanted some chicken spaghetti. Don't know what, why, why or any of that. I like chicken spaghetti. I guess that's why. Well, I decided it was, it was kind of a spur of the moment deal, too. I was heading somewhere else and passed the Ramey's in downtown Brandon there. I was like, skirt, pulled in. Actually passed it, turned around and went back to it. So I'd made my mind up. It's chicken spaghetti or bust. And uh, I walked by the rotisserie chickens. I'm like, no, I think I'll actually get some raw chicken breast and boil them and, you know, debone it and do it that way. Well, by the time I got to the end of my grocery shopping experience and buggy and groceries are overflowing off the side of the little buggy, you know, I try to get the little buggy so I won't spend as much money, but tricks on me. That never works. I, that little cart on the bottom of it, the rack on the bottom and the rack on the back, it, it makes up. It, I still think it's about the same size as a regular buggy. Anyway, $175 later, and I, and I went back and bought the two rotisserie chickens. But that worked out good because I got home and got ready to got all my chicken broth in a pot and got ready to start boiling noodles and all this stuff. And I'd be dang if my dang oven and stove hadn't gone out. Uh, it's relatively new too, so my buddy's gonna come over and check it out one day this week. So I was forced to improvise, and I microwaved the noodles. Came out great in the in the chicken broth, phenomenal. And I was smoking some chicken wings yesterday, and I said, you know, why don't we just pour this into a couple pans and we'll do smoked chicken spaghetti. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, uh, Eddie Wright, has Eddie Wright Barbecue trailer here in Central Mississippi. He does a smoked chicken spaghetti, so it made me think about it. I was like, you know, I've seen it done before. Can I do it? Let me tell you something. Two hours later, three hours later, however long it took, oh, my God, it was worth it. Uh, I told my buddy Mason, who was over at the house yesterday, I said, sometimes it can be a blessing in disguise. Because now I know how good smoked chicken spaghetti is. Oh, my gosh. I... I always fix two pans. I always make way too much chicken spaghetti. I only know one recipe. It's called too much. So I call my folks up. I'm like, hey, y'all come by tomorrow. Get this extra pan of chicken spaghetti. And I'm kind of regretting that now. I think I may want to just keep it and bogart it all to myself. 
So that was my cooking adventures yesterday. And uh, hey, if you are looking for a discount on chicken wings, they got like five pound bags of whole fryer wings at the Ramey's out there in uh, Brandon. Just a heads up. I'm guessing the one in Florence has the same price. But it went about $8.95 for a five pound bag of wings. If you haven't bought wings lately, my friends, that's not a bad price. I like to grill or smoke my wings, then roll them in the wing sauce. But uh, hey, good morning. <laughs> Are you hungry yet? Are you hungry yet? Uh, I don't know why I feel like telling that story. I just, um, I love cooking. Cooking is kind of my release valve when I don't feel like getting hemmed up in politics and all that nonsense. And I just need a, a release. I like to cook. I like to eat too, obviously. I, I, I eat what I cook. So I was watching yesterday. I was watching a little NASCAR. I had it on in the background. It's the playoffs. Try to keep up with who's doing what. And I turned it on just in time to see Ju- Juicy Smoulet himself, the Bubba Wallace, the Juicy Smoulet of NASCAR, Bubba Wallace. He got bumped by Kyle Larson, and he's so angry that he takes his car and turns it into a torpedo and smashes into Kyle Larson. Then they get out, and he physically tries to fight little Kyle Larson. You know, comparatively speaking, Bubba's a big guy compared to Kyle. And Kyle, being the good Christian he is, did not fight back. No, and I would have. I'd have knocked him out. Knocked him out. But I find that awfully ironic. And it ain't no mistake that the one guy Bubba tried to fight is the one guy that would have been ran out of town with pitchforks if he had fought back uh, against the black guy. And that was uh, Kyle Larson, who got suspended for a year for using the N-word in an e-racing uh, video game live that was live. So, hmm, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> great race. I still watched the whole race. And look, I know, I said I wasn't going to watch NASCAR. I'm mad about the... The, them not letting the let's go Brandon car and this, that, and the other. And I, I still watch. I, you know, I'm tired of punishing myself and taking away things that I like because of woke idiots. And so I've been trying to enjoy NASCAR without the politics. And yesterday, even though I hated what happened to Kyle Larson, I did enjoy the race. Also, football, kind of recap from the weekend. Hell of a game, Alabama and Tennessee. I got to watch the fourth quarter and really, really enjoyed that. It's always great to see Alabama lose. And that's no knock at Alabama, not because I hate Alabama, but when you've been at the top of the mountain for so long, it's great to see another team come up, especially on their home field, and win. Man, that celebration after that game was phenomenal. All the all the kids on the field and them playing uh, that Alabama song, Dixieland Delight. It was, just, it was a cool scene to see. Um. Congratulations to Ole Miss, big win over Auburn. Congratulations to Jackson State. I don't even know who y'all played. I couldn't decipher that from the logo, but hey, it looks like you won big. Congratulations. Undefeated, Ole Miss and JSU. Oh, my Bulldogs, man. You guys are just going to, it's just, you just can't get to the next level. Can't get out of your own way sometimes. We should never lose to Kentucky. Should never lose to Kentucky. They're a basketball school. We should never lose to Kentucky. We lost to Kentucky. Just could not get out of our own way. The officiating was terrible in that game, too. I mean, a bunch of 
overly officiated. We'll just say that. So I cut it off about halftime, and I started watching the Candace Owens documentary about Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd stuff on the Daily Wire Plus. And I'm just going to tell you, I can't recommend it enough. If for no other reason, you go subscribe to the Daily Wire Plus to watch two things. One being What is a Woman, the Matt Walsh documentary, and the other being the Candace Owens, the greatest lie ever told about the Black Lives Matter stuff. So I'm watching it, and you know that I realized that the crown prince of all blackness, St. George Floyd, had a white girlfriend. She looked like one of these white girls that works at Waffle House with that old peacock hair and uh, hot pink or red. I posted a picture of her on my Facebook. I mean, I, I, they weren't going to mention that George Floyd had a white girlfriend. I just found that a little odd. Anyway, so they, they, they paint the picture of, you know, you knew it when it all happened too, right? That when George Floyd... When all that stuff was coming out and he had all these family members coming out of the woodwork and they was all crying and all this, you know, trying to get their 15 minutes of fame. Shocker. That you, you knew something had to be fishy. Well, of course it is. They interviewed, Candace interviewed his roommates. He had lived with the same couple for three years, renting a room from them. Do you, and come to find out, Floyd's family had never even been to the house in the three years prior to his death and still to this day have not been to retrieve his personal belongings from where he lived. I find that a little odd for a family that loves you so much. They didn't even want to retrieve your personal belongings. So... And it just paints a picture of what a bad person George Floyd really was, which we all knew, which we all knew. Now, did he deserve to die that day? No, no, nobody deserves to die. But he shouldn't have killed himself that day. I mean, you watch the whole video and he does this whole skit. They found another arrest video from a few years ago and he was with that whole skit. I want mama. I want mama. Well, come to find out he wasn't asking for his mama like his biological mama, like the person that gave birth to him. You know what he called his white girlfriend? I'll give you three guesses and the first two don't count. Mama. That's his nickname for his girlfriend. He wasn't screaming for his dead mama. He wanted his girlfriend, Mama. Sorry, I ate some peanuts this morning. And have to drink a little glass of water, a little sip of water there. Yeah, he he called his girlfriend Mama. So that all that fuss about, oh my God, it's so sad. He was screaming for his mama. Even I got caught up in that when I first watched. I said, man, that's sad. You know, despite everything else going on, somebody screaming for their mama while they're dying. You know, then of course I, I came out of the fog and was like, no, 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 no. He got himself killed. He killed himself, as I should say. Anyway, then they talk about Derek Chauvin and paint a paint a picture a lot different than the one the national media would have you think. Derek Chauvin, in fact, was not a racist mastermind, terror, racist terrorist mastermind. He was a guy that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like I've said a million times, you had two guys 
on two completely different trajectories hit each other at the same time. I I, I kind of use the saying man moment machine, man moment opportunity. And you have what happened there that day. The machine being the jerk with the camera phone that chose to record everything and not just help. If, if they're so worried about George Floyd being killed, why didn't you help? I just, you had no problem attacking police and burning down police stations after the fact. Why didn't you do something right then and there on the spot? But, you know, that that's the woke agenda. That's the woke agenda. Never let a crisis go to waste. So then after that, they go to, and I'm running over a little bit in this first segment. That'll be fine. After that, she's interviewing a guy from that little part of Minneapolis there, and they have renamed it something to the extent of Free State of Floyd. And it's kind of the George Floyd Autonomous Zone. They look at it like holy land. Yeah, it looks like holy land, all right. It looks like your typical Democrat hellhole like Jackson, Mississippi. A bunch of trash, closed businesses, graffiti all over the place. Anti-racism, racism, all that. Um, the autonomous zone. And they were talking about during the George Floyd riots and all that, they had a medical bus set up there. And that a large portion, an overwhelmingly a large amount of the medical triage they were doing were for gunshot wounds. Black on black gunshot wounds. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. We burned, I don't know, we, they allowed the country to burn to the ground in the summer of 2020 because black lives matter. But it was black folks that were overwhelmingly, in black neighborhoods, that were overwhelmingly burned to the ground to protest racism. I'll never understand it. All these cries of racism, all these cries of infrastructural racism, all these cries of white supremacy and all this stuff. And you burn down your own neighborhoods to prove that. that I'm convinced that's where you lost the normal people. It's where you lost normies was with, was, was the peak of sympathy for you also became your downfall. It became your detriment. And then of course, she gets into the black lives matter movement and those actual the three Marxist ladies and the history of Black Lives Matter Incorporated and the nearly $90 million that they got donated to them. I still haven't forgotten the wrestler John Cena donated a million dollars to to Black Lives Matter. I don't care how many Make-A-Wish uh, wishes he makes come true. The fact he donated a million dollars to Black Lives Matter makes him a terrorist in my opinion. But hey, that's just clay. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break real quick. We'll come back. Derek, stay on hold. We'll be right back. Live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Like choking on a peanut. Similar like. (laughs) Um, Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're broadcasting live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. If you're out car shopping today, go see our friends out at Mack Hike, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, in Flowood, Corey McDonald, Abe Morris, Parker, that's your management team, Hunter, go see them, great folks. If you're in the market for a new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram, you can shop them online at 
MacHikeCDJRF.com. Everybody wants to know a guy. Now you do. General Manager, Corey McDonald. You got an issue? Holler at him. Need a car? Holler at him. Tell him you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show. All right. Speaking of Mac Hike, on the Mac Hike of Floyd phone line, we've got Derek. Good morning, Derek. Hey, good morning, man. How's it going? Good, brother. Thanks for staying on hold there through the break. Oh, no problem. Hey, with that Black Lives Matter thing, you forgot to mention why they got that that uh, one million from um, John Cena. You got to remember they they recently got exposed for buying like what is it like two or three different houses in so called white neighborhoods. Oh yeah, yeah. But... The yeah, the two lesbians that started Throwing all those parties uh, and all this stuff and yeah, big old waste of money. And then donated all the money to LGBTQ, LMNOP, transgender organizations and yep. Yeah, um, and see, nobody's batting an eye at that, if you notice. You know, the whole Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot movement was started based off of a lie. And one of the things that, that one of the, some of the martyrs, if you would, that don't get talked about that, that, um, that whole hands up, don't shoot myth, lie, is the black people who were, who had enough courage to stand up and say, no, none of that happened. You know, those people had to go into hiding. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you're not allowed to speak out. Yeah, the people that had to uh, testify on the secret um, that was there on the scene when so-called Mike Brown, hands up, don't shoot, you could hear them in the recording saying that he, that he, how he attacked him, how he reached him, and was trying to grab his weapon and things like that, right? You could hear them in the recording. These people came forward and said, no, this stuff did not happen. That took a lot of courage for them to do that in their neighborhood. They said, no, he, and you know, every police officer knows that you're a sitting duck in your vehicle. You know, and so I got to give a shout out to those people who had enough courage to stand up and say, that's not what happened. Hands up, don't shoot was a lie. Hey, black America, um, Mississippi and black for living folks. It was black people that said, hands up, don't shoot was a lie. That was there that day. Yep. So, you know, let's go ahead and get, let's go ahead and, you know, tear that band-aid open today. That it was black people who had enough courage to sit there and say, no, that's not what happened. And now they have to be in hiding for the rest of their lives. Move, move. That, 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 that doesn't get talked about. Move to Rankin County will welcome me with open arms. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But, yeah, man, you know, all this stuff was off a line. Like I said, I'll say it before and I've said it again. Clay, I'm about to say something controversial. You know, I always got to give you that disclaimer. I like it. George Floyd was a pill popping punk. He never he never did anything stellar his entire life. You know, he was a terrible parent by all stretches of the imagination. So the best thing he did for his family was leave. So they got rich. That's all I had to say, buddy. Be good, brother. Uh-huh. I'm rich. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, before I before I get too far into the show, I want to mention something. Uh, you know, I think the George Floyd thing ties in well with this. Because uh, we support police. I don't care how unpopular it is in some people's eyes. We stood by police through the entire George Floyd riots. What that what that did for police relations set our country back 100 years. But over the weekend, a Floyd police officer was in a terrible accident. It may have been Friday night, I think. Um, his name is Zachary Rodney. He's a canine officer in Flowood. Um, just terrible, terrible car accident. And <clears throat> they've set up a GoFundMe to help his family with expenses. Because, I mean, it's going to be a long road back. And uh, I'm going to share 
this GoFundMe. And I'm not a fan of GoFundMe's, but because I don't support GoFundMe. However, I support our officers, and every now and then you got to break your own rule, break rules when necessary, uh, like supporting a GoFundMe. I'm sharing it now to the Save Jackson Facebook page. I'll also share it to the Twitter there. Um, if you can find it in your hearts to donate a little bit to um, to Officer Rodney, to his family, to the GoFundMe, I think it's up to around 5400 bucks. Their goal is around 10000 and look, as you know, and I know, uh, medical expenses, a lot of that is covered, you know, through the through insurance and stuff. But the unforeseen expenses, like your family having to miss work and your bills and your car notes and your home and your electricity and groceries and all of that stuff is not covered. Um, so, <clears throat> and those can pile up really quick. So if you can, go donate. The officer, Flowood Officer Zachary Rodney's GoFundMe. I'm going to post it right now while I'm live on the air. All right, it's posted in live time there. I'll go back and add a caption to it later. Let's see here. Let's get back to, let's get back to the Guns and Gear text line. We've got some great people. Y'all been on fire this morning. Keith says Chauvin was a sacrificial lamb to BLM. That man didn't murder anybody. And I just simply replied, exactly. I've been saying it was a sacrifice. He was a human sacrifice to the social justice gods on the altar of social justices. Social justices. Did I just make up a word? Let's see here. Said I lost it for John Cena when he, when he kowtowed, kowtowed to, to China and had the nerve to apologize for calling Taiwan a country. Yeah, I can't remember. Did that happen first or did the donate? See, I think he donated to BLM first and then that happened, if my memory serves me correct. But either way, you roll the two together and to hell with John Cena. That whole hustle, loyalty, respect, gimmick, just that a gimmick. I mean, he's going straight to Hollywood. I bet you there's videos of him doing bad things. The Lolita Express, allegedly. Let's see here. I'm trying to make sense out of some of these texts here. It says, George Floyd, over two years drug-free. <laughs> you know, I saw it. So, so I learned something new in this documentary. Again, Daily Wire Plus, download it. I don't know if they have it on Fire Stick. I know you got it. I know it's available on Roku. And you can go to the website and watch it from your computer or phone or whatever. And you know, beam it up to your TV. Anyway, George Floyd... Had a had drugs on him, not just in him. He had, they had found a pill that, in the back of the car that was a fentanyl pill, and it had George Floyd's DNA on it. They would not let them use that as evidence in the trial. I mean, this trial was a modern day witch trial, a lot like what Judge Adrian Wooten did in her court to Anthony Fox. A modern day witch trial. And you've got a guy, a cop, that showed up for work that day, was just doing his job, ran across a crackhead. I'm using crackhead as a catch all for drug addict. Ran across a crackhead that refused to comply, has himself a heart attack, and dies. 
And now this guy has to sit in solitary confinement. He isn't. They are treating him worse than they treat um, Middle Eastern terrorists. Worse than they treat domestic terrorists. Worse than they treat our January 6th heroes. This guy is kept in a solitary confinement by himself for 23 hours a day. No books, no TV, nothing. Just him and a jail cell. He's not allowed to see anything, to do anything. It, it, it's, it's disgusting. If we had any balls, we would go storm the prison right now and break him out. That's what we should do. And while we're there, make a loop down and break out all the January 6th heroes. But, you know, unfortunately, we're the terrorists if we do that. All right, the Mack Hiker Flowwood phone line's wide open, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line is rocking and rolling this morning. Um, let's see here. See if we uh, I know we got a couple more texts in. We'll hit them real quick before we go to the break. I tell you what, better yet, uh, we got a call. Let's do a call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Quay. Hey, what's up, brother? Did you watch 60 Minutes last night? I saw the preview for it with uh, Dion, but I didn't watch it. I was doing show prep. I, they asked him straight up if a Power 5 school calls which, would a, and throw some money out there, what you going to do? He said, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going gonna, gonna to think about it. As he now, should. Mike Leach is probably about to lose his third egg bowl in a row. Let's tell the truth. I agree. I don't see anything yeah, that says he's going to win it, but this, these are the years where you usually sneak up and win them. No, they're too good this year. Wayne Kiffin is too good of a coach. Nobody's happy with Mike Leach, man. It's it's not the Dan Mullen Mississippi State that we once knew. You know, where we were putting guys in the first round. You know, or at least sending the three or four guys to the NFL every year. Mark my word, next year on the sideline, you're going to see Deion Sanders at Mississippi State or Auburn University, one of the two. And I don't think it's really a resource thing. I think it's because this goes back to the city of Jackson. No water. The guy's been broken into three times. You know, he can't even his his players can't even take baths. Yeah, three times that we know of. You know, at some point somebody probably got to him and just told him to shut up about it so it wouldn't hurt recruiting. It probably did. And the thing about it, he can take his players with him. So when everybody leaves JSU next year after and go with Prime, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear anybody cry because Chuck Wayne Mumba did it to you. Yeah, I want to see Schru- I want to see Schroeder Sanders in a maroon and white. Oh, watch Jackson burn to the ground, boy. Yeah, no joke. All right, man. Be Have good. a good day. All right, let's take a break real quick. I know somewhere Thomas is um is punching the clouds right now, but he's still banned from the show, so he's just gonna have to punch clouds. We'll be right back on one hundred three point nine WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This is, of course, Clay Edwards. We're broadcasting live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And, hey, man, if you are out house hunting and you need a realtor, or if you're trying to sell your house, or if you need land, you're trying to sell your land, whatever the case may be, Dustin Bailey at Southern Southern Magnolia's Realty should be your go-to realtor of choice. 
You can reach them at 601-927-1741. Or the easiest thing to do is go to Facebook and type in Dustin Bailey Realtor. And his all his information will pop up right there. Go hit that like button and keep up with him. I'm seeing him post all kind of nice houses available through Southern Magnolia's Realty. All right. Uh, let's go back to the Guns and Gear text line real quick. You guys take the time to text me. I'm going to take the time to read your text. Uh, Derek had been out of town for the week and didn't uh, realize Thomas had been banned. I just explained to him what happened there. Let's see here. It says, Deion Sanders' goal is to take Jackson State University into the FCS. It says it's a lofty goal. Hey, look, man. I pull for him. I, have, I, I hope they go undefeated. I hope. They somehow end up in the playoffs, which I know that apparently they can't because of the Celebration Bowl or something like that. But uh, we pull for them. But, hey, if Leach can't tighten up and get it right up there, if can't win the Egg Bowl this year, I'd have no problem with Dion on the sidelines next year. We'll see if the CEO head coach model can work in the SEC. It worked well for Bobby Bowden at Florida State for a long time. Just, he was the CEO. He had a lot of great assistants. And uh, I find it n- not coincidental at all that Coach Prime uses that same model. Hire great coaches. You be the CEO. Be the face that runs the place. And uh, and that's working for him at JSU. Can that work in a modern SEC with some of the best coaches in the world? Hmm, we'll see. Uh, I, I w- it would be interesting if he goes to Auburn. Wouldn't that be wild with him and Saban doing those commercials together? I don't know. Food for thought. Food for thought. But I don't really care about football anymore. If Mississippi State ain't going to win. That's really the only thing that holds me in is being a state fan. I was talking to my buddy Mason yesterday and just telling him, I said, man, I, it's just ever since they all took the knee to BLM, I just lost interest. I can't force it back. I'll have it on in the background. I love sports. I love watching the football stuff. But it's just knowing that they all took a knee to BLM and marched through the cities of these college towns, marched through the streets of these college towns, you know, for, for, a, for a crackhead in George Floyd and saying all police are bad. And if you, if you support George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, I mean, you're the enemy. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I ain't sorry. You should be apologizing to me. You are the enemy. All right. Kind of back to the text line here. It says, uh, regardless of what bad deeds someone has done, we are supposed to live in a nation where you are innocent until proven guilty and not have your neck kneeled on. He is solid. He's in solitary confinement for his safety. I mean, he should still have some books. And George Floyd did not die because of the knee on his neck. George Floyd died because he was loaded up with fentanyl. There's a difference. His knee was not on his neck to kill him. His knee was on his neck to keep him in place so they could, he was acting a fool. He wasn't complying. Simply comply. I talk about this on Blue in the Face, but when you, it's like when you decide to run from the police. Well, the fact that they're chasing you just because you had a taillight out just because your tag was expired is irrelevant now. The reset button is hit when you decide to run. It's no difference when you decide to not comply. George Floyd didn't die that day 
because he used a fake $20 bill. George Floyd died that day because he was jacked up on fentanyl and refused to comply. There's two completely different things here. Two completely different things. I highly recommend watching that documentary. They interviewed the store owners that day. And George Floyd was given a chance to not use that $20 bill. But just insisted upon using that counterfeit. So they called the cops on him. After they had already told him and his friends, go and get out of here, we're not taking this money, or we'll call the cops. George Floyd, being hard-headed, being a knucklehead, decided he was going to use that $20 bill, be damned what they thought. I mean, it's bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And in my opinion, Chauvin is not guilty. Uh, there, I said it. Free Derek Chauvin. Free my dog, Chauvin. You know, a lot of people on the right scared to say that. A lot of pundits on the right scared to say, free Derek Chauvin. This was a witch trial. That man should have never been in jail. People were scared to death of being canceled for standing up for what's right. And that's what's got this country into this mess. Too many of y'all are scared to stand up for what's right. Scared it may affect your bottom line. You ain't going to have a bottom line to affect you keep taking a knee every time the left tells you they're offended. You got to stand up. You got to fight. You got to talk to these politicians when you see them in public. Let them know this crap don't fly. Let's see here. It's like we got a call on the Guns and Gear text line. I mean, uh, Matt Clyke at Flowwood phone line. Looks like this may be Mr. Dixon. Dixon. Brother Clay, how you doing this morning? Man, I'm I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I hear you lamenting about your past love of Mississippi State. But what you got to remember is these schools are hooked up to the money train. Oh, yeah. What does it say in First Timothy 6, chapter, verse 10? For the love of money is the root of all evil. That's a corruptive, corrosive influence. So I fear you. I can't even, I love the Steelers. Those are, I've been a Steelers fan for close to 50 years. Sure. I can't even watch anymore because the way the corrupting influence of that money has gotten to them. Yep. It's the same with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. So all you can do, brother, is keep the faith, know what's right, and thank God you know what's right, and keep doing it. It'll okay. work out. Thank you, Dixon. Be blessed now. You too, brother. Goodbye. Uh-huh. All right, man. Great man right there, Mr. Dixon. Let's see here. Uh, let's, so there was, I want to hit something real quick. Congratulations to the State Fair folks for throwing a, a successful, safe event. Absolutely. They had Capitol Police down there. They had MHP down there. MHP had their mounted division. I think they created that just for the fair, the horseback division, If I'm um, if I'm seeing it right. So there was an incident down there that some people have messaged me about, and I was able to get to the bottom of it late yesterday afternoon, just figured I would save it for the show. I said, hey, man, I'm, I, I text one of my guys down there. I said, I'm hearing that there was a shooting out there. So I got the details back because I know there's some rumors circulating around the Internet, and here's what I got. It said it was early yesterday morning being, being Saturday. It was early Saturday morning. 
Nobody was shooting into the fairgrounds. It was it was a fight outside between two people outside the fairgrounds. It was before anyone was there. Gun was drawn. Fair worker was shot one time. Everything is still under investigation. Not sure yet why the fight started. So there was an incident outside the fairgrounds and a fair employee got shot. <laughs> I'm assuming they're okay because I hadn't heard nothing else about it. But other than that, and I know that's a big other than, other than that, the fair went off without a hitch. I'm curious to see what the security bill is for, you know, from a profitability standpoint. Can you, can you secure something to the level they did like that and it still be profitable? It'll be interesting to see when those numbers come out. But that's how you got to do it. And kudos to Andy Gibson and his team. Kudos to Bo Lucky and his team with the Capitol Police. Uh, kudos to Commissioner Sean Tindall the, and for, for helping put all this together with the MHP and their Mounted Division, um, Hines County Deputy Sheriffs down there, JPD, everybody that was involved in the security of the fair, great job. I went off without a hitch. Off without a hitch. I told y'all. I told y'all the day that they announced all that. I did a video and people laughed at me. I said, don't call it, don't call it a prediction, call it a spoiler. The fair will be safe this year. I was right. Thank God. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong about something like that. I want y'all to be safe down there. Even the people I don't like, I want y'all to be safe. All right, let's take our last break of the first hour here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. We're live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And hey, uh, no sense in reading an ad here, just to fill up a minute. Let's uh, let's tell y'all something I saw yesterday that I thought was really encouraging. Uh, We live in a time where it feels like people are running away from Christ. And that we're we're losing losing our religion, to quote a song from a bunch of white liberals. Anyway, I was watching church yesterday morning. I didn't I haven't made it physically there in, in a few months. Shame on me. But I was watching online Hickory Ridge Baptist Church, Pastor Terry Fant. And at the end of every service he calls people to the front that want to give their life to Christ. They they want to be saved. And I was blown away at how many people went to the front yesterday. Normally at a typical service, you'll get two, three, four people. I think there were eight or nine, 10 or 12, if you count kids with families, entire families that walked to the front and gave their life to Christ yesterday and became a member of Hickory Ridge Baptist Church and would get baptized in the whole nine yards. And I was just really moved by that. I posted a picture of it on my personal Facebook page. I, I was fired up. I hated I wasn't there when you see that many people ready to get right with the Lord. It, it was encouraging. I took a picture. I posted it there. I even sent it to my fellow WYAB hosts just to remind them to stay strong, man. The message is getting through. People are coming to Christ. And uh, you can too. Go to your church this Sunday and do that. All right. We'll be back after this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.